Did you ever see Perfect? Perfect. Um, it, it opened up, right. I'm going to start with this. Well, I'm starting with the start of the movie because that sort of makes a lot of sense. So the movie opens up with the credits, believe it or not. And one of the credits in this movie had uh, the title based on Rolling Stones articles. And I'm like, wait, what? Are you for real? What even is this movie? I mean, is that a thing that happens? A lot of movies are based on books or other IPs like comic books, video games, you know, who knows? There is an Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay. So that's obviously there's a source and they've adapted that source into a movie. And the thing they adapted in this was a bunch of articles in a magazine that I assume is just about music. Turns out it's not. Don't read Rolling Stone. Never really have. Looked at the pictures in a few magazines. It's, you know, we're in 2023. Did anyone read magazines? Like, I'll flick through uh, the occasional Total Film or uh, SF, you know, a bunch of movie magazines and a few motorcycle ones here and there. But anyway, so this movie, perfect. From 1985, directed by James Bridges. Uh, here's the, the, the tagline, which is quite interesting because the tagline relies on the two movie stars. John Travolta and Jamie Lee Curtis work up a sweat together. With a big exclamation mark at the end of it. Um, here's the synopsis. I, I, I do love the short synopsis that um, Letterboxd sometimes give. Uh, this one says, A female aerobics instructor meets a male reporter doing a story in health clubs, but it isn't love at first sight. Is it even that, is my question. Is the movie actually that? Right, so John Travolta and Jimmy Lee Curtis, they're the two stars of the movie. And, you know, it's really, John Travolta is a reporter. He's trying to do an interview with uh, this guy, Mackenzie, who's, uh, from what I remember... I did watch this last night. I backed it, backed it with number 23. So maybe this will be, yeah, this will be out the week after. And I was like, he's, it's hard to follow. Not because it's, you know, awkward or anything like that. But why is Rolling Stone interview guy interviewing, like when he said Mackenzie, I thought he was like, oh, it's some like drummer or some musician. Because he meets Carly Simon and Carly Simon doesn't like what he writes about her in the magazine. So she throws her drink all around him. And it's like, oh, Mackenzie must be this fictional band or, you know, musician that's now in court for some reason, but he's not given interviews. It's like, no, he's, he's selling computers to some, like, Soviet bloc country. And you're like, really? That's that's a real strange thing for this movie, which, as I've said, it, it, it isn't love at first sight. Is it even that? Is it even love in this movie? What even is love? Uh, I don't. No, it's a strange one, this movie. Fired it on, again, had some form of thing in my, the back of my head. I'm like, why do I know this name? What is up about it? Like Then I remembered it had two young, good-looking stars being young and good-looking in it. And they're in, like, you know, what's that? Lycra, leotard, sort of 80s fitness gear. And you're like, all right, so it's, it's you know, they're working up a sweat together. It's meant to be a wee bit, you know, hot and heavy at times. But... The movie's following Travolta trying to get an interview with some guy that's irrelevant to the quote love story, quote unquote love story of this movie. And you're just like, radio, um, 
what's Jamie Lee Curtis got? Oh, this is what's just got to do. So he has a backup story, and that backup story is health centers and like basically the gym is where people are going instead of single bars to meet people. And uh, and he's writing a story on that, and I'm like, is that what Rolling Stone did in the eighties? I mean, why aren't they talking to like Guns and Roses or NWA? I mean, what is maybe that is what the, I don't know. I wasn't around in nineteen eighty five to one read the article, which is called "Looking for Mister Goodbody." I'm like, that's is that a funny title? It must be a play on something. Didn't really get it. So John Travolta's there. And I'm watching him, and I'm like, okay, this is young. This is like pre, you know, this is kind of like the fall the from Grace, like fall from Grace, the kind of, you know, the dip in Travolta's career. You know, he's he's not he's not doing Grace. He's not doing Saturday Night Fever. He hasn't yet had the resurgence after Pulp Fiction, uh, and he's not making really successful movies. Um, so he's you know it's young Travolta, and I'm watching him, and I'm like. His like lower jaw and mouth section is exactly the same as Henry Cavill's. Like that's what I'm thinking watching this movie. I'm like, that could not look more like Henry Cavill's lower mouth and jaw. I mean, watch like just look at that. Look, type in, go to the internet, type in John Travolta jaw chin Henry Cavill and see if there's a side by side. Or I know what I'll do. When I'm promoting this, uh, promoting, I mean, really, do I actually promote this stuff? I just release it into the wild and maybe someone finds it somehow. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, where am I going? Yes, I'll put it up on um, Instagram. I'll do the second picture of it. Um, we're, we're taking a bit of a derail on the old uh, social media sites. Like I said, the, the blog uh, page has uh, essentially died a death because it's too much work for no one to look at it for my part um but as well do i really want to spend like an hour writing 500 words to a thousand words on a movie that's about you know two young good-looking people being young and good-looking and you know will they won't they not really so john travolta is back up in is the health bar story so he's going around and he's getting into and it's people wearing the strangest outfits yes okay 80 styles kind of back in leg warmers and all that nonsense it's like you know th- those kind of like one suit thing i don't know what they're called but i'm like why do people not have wedgies the entire time in this why is that guy basically wearing the biggest like vest sleeveless shirt you can buy but it's like cut off super small. It's like, why do the men have like all baggy ripped up clothes, but the women are in super tight? I, I have no idea. What I do know is the MDB trivia is quite interesting in this. So uh, young uh, Jamie Lee uh, Curtis, she is, you know, she, she, I, I quite enjoy her. I think she's very funny. She's not funny in this movie. This movie has no room for humor at all, other than she calls him. And he wants to be called, this Travolta, a sphincter muscle. I'm like, are you trying to be funny? This movie isn't funny. If it was a romantic comedy, I think I, this would have helped the movie. Like, I didn't like it. Uh, my letterbox review, definitely get on the old letterbox and um, check out It's Dave So It Is. That's me on any social media that you can find. Um, I, I, I wrote, perfect, this movie is called. Perfect, this movie is not. The movie is not great i mean there uh, there's an extended sequence where like 
you know, they're um, Travolta and Curtis are like making eyes at each other because you know they've got the hots for each other and they're in a health spa, so they're hot and sweaty, and you know that might lead to something, might lead to some love making time. I have no idea. You know, we're about to find out. But in this movie, the uh, <laughs> the the long extended sequence has them like just basically doing like pelvic thrusts for it. It felt like five to seven minutes so six minutes it felt like six minutes and i'm like it's kind of uncomfortable because of uh well you, you need to watch it i don't really want to explain all the details of why it's uncomfortable but um you, you're kind of like staring at travolta and travolta no travolta and we're in real life has done some strange things he has uh, done that uh, oscar thing where he called your woman uh, you know, the wickedly talented Adele Tazim, and that's not her name at all. It's not even close to her name. And it's like, what is what is happening here? You're a strange man. The Scientology thing's a bit weird. Like, he's a weird man, Travolta, right? And in this movie, he's really creepy. He's literally stalking Jamie Lee Curtis at one stage. It's like, oh, I need an interview because people come to your classes and then everyone falls in love. It's like, I got to interview you. I got to interview you. And she's like, no. Leave me alone. The last time I got interviewed, it was really bad. You know, I, I don't want that. And then he's like, oh, come on, come on. Well, at least let me get you dinner and then I'll not interview. And then he ends up interviewing. Like, what is this man doing? And whenever they're, like, they fall out three times in this movie, I think. And each time, creepier and creepier. Like, he's chasing her in the street and, like, nearly no clothes. And she's also in nearly no clothes. And then he chases her through the health um sports center the, the gym uh change the ladies changing room you're like oh, travolta you are a creep in this movie and so he's making these eyes at her while they're doing the thrusts now the entire time i watched them like this is too creepy this is too weird for me to watch i'm not going to focus on this i need to i need to find something else I need to look at something else and there's definitely a bunch of straight up randos in this movie like the extras are just like looking straight down the lens like right down the gun barrel and i'm like are you for real people i mean this is in this movie for like and, and it's a long sequence and you're like what what is this what is this so the movie goes on he ends up getting his interview and it's a big deal uh and there's a bit of like politics and the magazine creating the picture meanwhile he's still like infatuated with jimmy lee curtis so he's flying back and forth and you're like okay fair enough strange choices like he said he doesn't like flying and then there's like one bit where he comes off the plane and he's like oh it was a rough flight and that was it or the opening where he's writing obituaries and it's christmas and like it then cuts five years later you're like what are you doing strange strange even the end credits where like i do like the end credits whenever the character you've watched comes up on screen and then the, the, the credit of the actors underneath them, like, all oh, right, so that's that person. You know, that, oh, I, I recognize her from Cannonball Run 2. That's her name. All right, oh, I, that was your, what's his bear? Oh, yeah, there he is. Yeah, that's that's their name. I quite like that. But in it, it's all like them doing their aerobics and jazzercise or exercise or whatever that they're doing. And like, they're then like, oh, look at me. And they look at the camera and they laugh and like smile. And you're like, Right, right on it. What even is this nonsense? So Jamie Lee Curtis is a bit of a psychopath when it came to training for this. She's not really a psychopath. I, I like Jamie Lee Curtis. I've said that before. Else, I'll keep saying it. I'll enjoy Jamie Lee Curtis. Listen to my uh, 
True Lies episode on Wade and Dave Rank the Movies, and we talk a bit about her there. She um, She's an enjoyable screen present and uh, very, very hilarious at times. Like I said, she doesn't get any chance in that movie. She's really salty and bitter. She's quite unpleasant in this movie. Now, that might be because she trained every day on set. Like, she was just non-stop training for, like, this movie and only eating, like, one meal a day. She basically ate a sandwich and, like, did nothing but fitness. And you're like, oh, flap's sake. I mean, she could do with another sandwich. Like, Jamie Lee Curtis does not have much weight on her. Like, ever. I don't think she ever had, like a lot of size to her and you're like dude this is you know anyway enough about talking about Jim Lee Curtis's um body let's uh talk about other things that this movie has um it has some uh fun little interactions I do like the Rolling Stone cast um the the uh what'd you say editor and the photographer they're quite fun they're not in it they're in it like once or twice here and there like sprinkled throughout maybe that's why i like them because i didn't get i didn't have to watch them you know i didn't have to watch them and creepy john travolta and those are the bits where like travolta's working he's doing his job he's not like kind of perving on the health spot ladies because when he's doing the interviews for them and even when they're taking like photographs he's you know he's writing some interesting stuff and you know the the just like the kind of morals you know of the story like the moral revelation he has is jamie lee curtis doesn't want them to do the interview because she's been burnt and it's about being a nice person rather than selling the magazine blah 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 so she ends up like deleting his articles because he's basically writing the um, what was the th- there's a line in it about a character called linda she's the most used equipment in the gym or something like that and you know it's not a pleasant thing to write and or say, or it's just not pleasant across the board, and he's going to put it in a, like a published, you know, article for a magazine that's read by I imagine hundreds of thousands people, maybe millions in the states. I don't know. Apparently, it was a big article at the time. I didn't do too much digging in that because I didn't care because the movie didn't really grip me. I was like, this is interesting. Oh, okay, right. Uh, young, sexy 80s actors being young and sexy, right? Okay, that's the movie. It it holds on that. It grabs a hold of that and um, spends nearly two hours on it, which is too long. It's not great. Um, but, you know, it's it's a film that I've seen. It's called Perfect. It isn't perfect. It, it's not special. Um, but you are special for listening, people, and don't you forget that. So uh, enjoy that. Maybe you'll watch it and have a different experience. Maybe this will turn you off a movie called Perfect Forever. Um, either way, it you know it's it's another movie to avoid. Basically, <laughs> I'll tell anyone that gives it like say, oh you know go into work say oh Dave what is you watch in the weekends I watch this movie called Perfect. All right, what was this like? Oh, it's, you know, it's the 80s, it's Travolta and Jamie Lee Curtis and the health spar, you know, it's a bit of a, like, a romantic story. So, all right, is it any good? No, it was dire. It was rubbish. It was dull. It was uninspired. Um, It was based on articles by Rolling Stone. So, this is the end. (laughs) And it's like, that's how the movie felt. It just sort of ended with Travolta, like, coming out of prison because he wouldn't hand over tapes because, you know, he'd give a man his word, but at the same time, like, it's weird. So, right, uh, back to the sort of morals. So, Jimmy Lee Curtis doesn't want him to essentially, you know, call a lady in the gym a tramp or something. And uh, because it's not right. You shouldn't be doing that. You're you're slanderizing people. 
I think Jim Lee Lee Curtis just says, because that's just not nice. And it's true. It's not nice. Try to be pleasant to each other. You know, I try to have these episodes be uplifting, but sometimes you got to watch a bad movie to realize how great the good ones are. But he goes to prison because he won't hand over the tapes of an interview because he gave the man his word. But at the same time, he's like slandering gym people. And then he's a hero at the end of the movie. It's like, nah, movie doesn't work for me. Uh, if it works for you, tell me, because why not? What else are you just doing with your time? I mean, you've got you to gotta do something, don't you? Just don't spend two hours watching a movie called Perfect. It's our Jamie Lee Carter's and Travolta. Especially when Travolta's that creepy. Thank <laughs> you.